Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Nice. All right. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the Hollywood edition. If you've joined us before, you'll know what the show is. If you're new, it's a show where we drink cocktails and solve unsolved mysteries. That's the show. That's the whole show. That's what we do. Uh, Hollywood series. What does that mean? It means uh, we're going through the... Well, where are we now, Chris, would you say? We're what? We're probably... Wait, no, we're stomach height, abs, obliques, oblique height. We've done the, the obliques. Uh, I don't know how much is left to go. I reckon, yeah, we're just we're on the underboob. Underboob. So we're yeah. below nipple height. I... Yeah. Of Hollywood's seedy underbelly of unsolved mysteries. That's a fashion that is not in at the moment, is it? Just yeah. like having some boobs sticking out of the bottom of a top. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just enough that Side yeah, sort boob, of yes. Under underboob, no. Not so much. The voices no. you're obviously hearing are uh, the fantastic Suze Kevner. Hi, underboob. <laughs> I'm very much the underboob of this show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> and the amazing Chris Dokes. Hello. <gasps> Chris is the Chris is the left one sticking out the top. Masu's the right one sticking out the top. And I'm the underboob, just like <laughs> sc- scuttling around at the bottom of at society. The bottom. <laughs> of course, and I'm Masood, that's me, the just peeking out the top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mystery on the rocks, oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Firstly, how are you guys? How's, how are you going? Me and Chris did Good. our last ever comedy gig last night. Last oh, night, yeah, yes. we bid farewell to live comedy. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's over. Comedy's done now. Uh, on the way out, uh, Sue, so you there on the way out with the bloke, the, you know, the two blokes at the front. Yeah. Uh, when one of them came out and he went, I've been to see comedy twice before oh, and it was yeah. good. He said, I've been to see comedy twice before and it was good, but this was... This was good. This was good. <laughs> Twice before. That's real. That's a lot. That's a lot of it. And, that's a lot. I mean, he was definitely our age. Maybe a bit younger. Mm. Yeah. He was. I think he was one of those deceptively. I think he was probably younger than us. But do you think maybe they were those, like twenty three? You know when? Two. Yeah, but you know when some men get to a point where they they have to shave their head and they're really indistinguishable mm. from each other. Like they, yeah. they they basically look like a row of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us with our hair privilege. Because I, uh, I, I know, I know, it said bad. When we got there, because Will Duggan was there, and mm. I arrived at the pub, and Sue's uh, had gone up, upstairs, I think. I was pissing. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, and in so the doorway I, of the pub. Yeah, so when, uh. I, when I arrived, I looked around, and I was like, oh, they're not here. And then I got my phone out, and I was like, where, where, where are you? And then I looked up, and Sue's had sat down at the table with Will Duggan, but Will Duggan was facing away from me, and I was just like, that could be anyone. <laughs> 
Yeah. Ah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. There is the, absolutely, there's a, and the age thing is not incorrect as well. I've met a bunch mm. of people and they go, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in my 40s. I'm like, but you're, because you've got no hair, I don't know. You I could can't be tell. any age. It's the other way as well. I, 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 met, um, I met somebody that shaved all their hair off and uh, and then he just, he just let slip that he was born in 1997. And I was like, Bloody what? Hell. Christ. I thought you, you know, were my dad. When I was a yeah. teenager, I got really obsessed with trying to find out the age of Lou Bega, who sang Man by Number Five. That's because, a really good obsession. I don't know how old he is. Right. So when he released Man by Number Five, he was 25. Wow. But, and I heard that and I went, okay, fine. Equally, if he'd said, I'm 50, I would have gone, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Lou Bega had this sort of voice where he could have been in his 60s. And yeah. that's today's mystery. How old, <laughs> is that, Lou Bega? How old was Lou Bega? Before we start properly, the thing about finding people's ages out is interesting yeah. because it was something I was not obsessed with as a kid, but it was something I wanted to know. Like, I wanted to know how old yeah. people were. Now... Yeah. It's still one of the things I look at on Wikipedia straight away. I'm like, yeah, I want to know the age of people. When I watch something and someone's like playing an 18 year old, I go, I wonder if they are 18. I look it up and sometimes they're like 26 and you go, yeah, "Mm, okay, we'll see. Do you remember when, what was it? Who's the guy from 90210? Luke. uh, Perry. Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. Mm. Who really rode that out for some time. Dead now. He died, yeah. didn't he? Oh, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, he died what? a few years ago. I think yeah. maybe How? three years ago. Did he die yeah. of old age? Five. Yeah, I was going to say old age, mate. <laughs> well, he was, he was 89. He was in his 80s. So, yeah. <laughs> this passed me by. Because she's still living in the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, everybody's Perry, Angelica Houston. <laughs> Luke Perry's the hottest guy on TV. What? <laughs> and then I talk about somewhere that I've done a wee this week. <laughs> uh, but I did that bit already. What are we drinking? Well, I've got here... In my lowball glass, this is. It looks the same, but you always it looks like. brown. It does, doesn't it? It's brown again. Right in here, in this glass, we have smoked whiskey. Yeah. Chambord. This is an experiment, okay? okay. Chambord, and a new coffee liqueur that I got on recommendation from an Australian guy that I know called Mr. Blacks. Which is not my name on the WhatsApp group. That is why I've got Masood saved as on my phone. <laughs> it's interesting that you've put smoky whiskey in there and then the fruitiness of the Chambord and then coffee liqueur. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that might taste like a toasted marshmallow or like a campfire or something. Oh, actually, yeah. that's quite a good description of it. Yeah, I'm going to call it s'more? Question mark? Oh, okay, that's yeah. a good one. That's what I'm calling it. What it's about quite nice. please, please may have s'more? Mm. I love, I think also by volume, I think that glass is about the same as a pint glass. So I think. <laughs> it can't be, it can't be. She's holding it with one hand. I was going to say one hand, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at the gig, I ordered a pint. And I was it... amazed because I've never, I've known Suze for a couple of years now. Yeah, a few we, years, we, yeah. And we do a podcast where we drink and we've socialized after recording the podcast a lot. Yeah. I've not ever You've seen. only ever drink at half pints. And yes. I've never, I've never seen Suze <laughs> drink a pint. And she ordered yeah. a pint. And obviously, you have to order now because it's uh, table service. So she ordered a pint, and mm. I was so excited. I was like, I've never seen you. And I got yeah. inordinately Chris, excited. Actually, I was yeah, like, I can't. I, I, I so- think Chris was like too excited about it. He was like, You're going to drink a pint. I'm going to see Suze <laughs> drink a pint, and then in my, I, I just said <laughs> as a joke because I imagine you drinking a pint with two hands like a baby with a sippy cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then, like, Sue's laughed it off and went, ha, Chris is an idiot. I said it depends on the glass. And then, and then, and then, she was uh, she was drinking it. I made a point of saying, look, one hand, Chris, one hand. Yeah. yeah. 
And then later on, we were asked to leave because it was 10 o'clock. And uh, t- I said, oh, Susie, you're going to have to down that now. And yeah. just unconsciously, she picked it up with two hands. And I went, ah, two hands. <laughs> I, I, was so, said, I was so embarrassed. When you said one hand, like Chris went, oh, okay, turned away. And you like almost dropped it and then grabbed it with <laughs> the other hand. Yeah. yeah, I do. Well, look, it was a chunky glass and I've got small hands. <laughs> I <laughs> am drinking a brandy Manhattan. Oh, how is it? How does the brandy work in there? Well, is I don't know. Nice? Okay, so look, you you judge the color, Masood, because is that the color of a Manhattan? Very, yeah, that's a, that's, it's a, a that's pretty color. much the color of Manhattan. Because the Manhattans will be it's mostly colored by the sweet vermouth. Yeah, so it's basically uh, it's a Manhattan, but you use brandy instead of whiskey, so it's the same I measurements. See. And then the it is I might I might prefer it, <laughs> and oh, I really? say that I ah. say that as a whiskey drinker as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I think it's because I like whiskey so much that I can drink whiskey by itself and really appreciate it. That when you, yes. when I put it in a cocktail, it's kind of like while I still find it delicious, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. Whereas with a brandy, I'm not as much of a brandy aficionado yeah. as I'm a whiskey one. Okay. So I I like the fact that it's mixed or mixed up more than when I when than when it's whiskey. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're was with whiskey, you're looking out for all that great stuff. You're like, mm. oh wow, right, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, with it's the funny thing about brandy. Yeah, I, that's why I quite like it because I'm like, oh yeah, it's just fuck. I'm not so like whatever. It's with very, brandy. very tasty. That very tasty. Yeah, I might have to try one of those. I'm having myself a little, little, little hot toddy. Mm. Oh, so, got a little what? bit of, just a teeny bit of brandy in there. I um, so I've got myself a little hot toddy. Yes, I've got you know got the classic classic stuff in there decided to put brandy in there as well so i've got a brandy I see. Uh, look at brandy us substituting whiskey for brandy yeah oh, it's quite nice actually uh so chris what do you have for us today okay 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 so two two weeks ago we we did uh, marilyn monroe oh yeah and then last week we did was disney frozen yeah which yes. have when now that we've hit the 60s it kind of feels like we've hit like big A-listers that aren't mm. technically mysteries. It's more like conspiracy theories surrounding their demise. Mm. Yes. Okay. Continuing that theme, it's almost like a mini-series within a mini-series. <laughs> like A-listers that have got conspiracy theories surrounding their death. So today yeah. is, continuing that trend, is did the devil kill Jane Mansfield? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Right, end of episode. The there we go. Yes. The answer is yes. Yes, the devil did that. Oh Amazing. man, almonds and champagne are going to be unbearable. Let's rewind a little bit. We'll do like so. Just so you know who um, Jay Mansfield is, for those of you that might not be aware she was born in 1933 uh, she died in 1967 she was 34 years old and she was one of the early playmates oh, in, uh, yes. playboy and she was a major sex symbol in the 50s and the 60s and she was under contract at 20th century fox so she was very famous for being in the movies but she was actually more famous for engineered wardrobe malfunctions Oh, 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 dearie me. What, like uh, Janet Jackson? When there were all cameras on her at social events and stuff, her dress would fall down. Or... Oh, really? There's so many shots of her with, like, a nip out. A nip out, yeah. For the, yeah, it was sort of like she got a lot of column inches. She became the first major American actress in post-silent Hollywood to have a nude scene. Oh. oh. What was the film? Promises, Promises in 1963. Promises, Promises. Each yeah. of her boobs was called Promises. 
because Hollywood now is getting to the point where it's almost like the age of celebrity, famous for being famous. Yes. She, while she did do films, she was also probably more famous for being a socialite and all of the stuff that happened offset. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's interesting, that because this is pre-social media and all that. So it's oh like, yeah. That that even sort of started to happen around then. You know, obviously you've got like newspapers and stuff like that. all those. What were those those rags by um, our man back in the day in the 20s? Randolph Hearst? Yeah, uh, those like yellow. Oh, oh yes. yellow press, yellow yeah, press, yeah, the yellow press. Well, here's the thing: she had all of this publicity because of the end. Like, they were, I mean, and to be fair, they were publicity stunts. Like, some of them were engineered oh, yeah. where she'd be like, "Oh no, I, a boob fell out," and then all her clothes fall off instantly. Uh, <laughs> but I've already, and seen I've it. seen everything. I've seen <laughs> everything. <laughs> it's almost like she was doing like a meta, st- a meta art installation because. Yeah. Um, Let's rewind two weeks ago to Marilyn Monroe. You know when that scandal, uh, it turns out she'd done a nude shoot when she was younger before she oh, was yeah. famous. Oh, yeah. And it became a scandal. It's like, why is this a scandal? Mm. Yeah, It's the same thing with Jane Mansfield. And it felt almost like she was making a comment because she'd do these right. things and the press would in equal parts celebrate her for it and vilify her. Gotcha, yeah. And the press like would do the same thing within the same... Like, it's like, if you're going to vilify her for this, okay... Why are you printing the photographs? It's to sell your fucking newspapers. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Mm. Like even in the same article, they would have hypocrites. Like, yeah. Absolute hypocrites. She was playing the media to perfection. Oh, so she yeah. obviously got wise to this and played. And oh played yeah. It. yeah, and uh, yeah, and she right. um she was doing films, quite big films as well. She was fairly prominent. She was and, a bit of a contemporary of Marilyn Monroe, wasn't uh, she? Yeah, sort like, of the same sort of time. She was a little bit yeah. younger, but yeah, she was, yeah. and also had a similar look, like blonde bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Pulp Fiction, isn't it? Where they're like, oh, there's two Monroes. And they're like, no, that's Marilyn Monroe. That's Mamie Van Doren. I think another one is Jane Mansfield. They like go, that's yeah. Jane Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's not to say, even though she was very, very young, her career did decline a bit. Mm. Okay. Even that early, like she didn't have a very um, long career. Well, yeah, so like, she was born in 1933. Uh, she died in 1967. And... Between the years of like 1959 and 1963, her career kind of nosedived a little bit. And mm. if you actually read her Wikipedia page, like the heading says career decline. Oh, really? And the first sentence is, with decreased demand for big-breasted blonde bombshells. <laughs> as, as if they ever fell out of favour. It's like, with well, I suppose it was like Audrey Hepburn suddenly became de rigueur, Oh, like yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a story about... Audrey Hepburn, because she was so thin and, and just so lean and, and boyish. And there's a uh, story about a director seeing her in costume and saying, okay, but you're going to have to yeah. like put false tits on her or something. And she's like, I'm already wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> so like, she was she was like the wow. polar opposite to the Marilyn Monroe yeah. um, body type. That's a good point well made, Suze. Tits are gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're horrible. Get rid <laughs> sick of them sick of the sight of them sick of having them <laughs> I, I punch them <laughs> so while she was a box office has been by the early yeah. 60s she was still a very famous woman mm. she performed cabaret in nightclubs and managed to rake in money that way yeah uh, even outside the United States people would come and see Jan Mansfield because she was performing wow um but she had no good film roles after 1959. Wow. Uh, and she, to the point where she couldn't fulfill a third of her contract with 20th Century Fox because uh, she also kept getting pregnant, so they wouldn't use her. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, didn't she get married to some About mogul? About two or three times, I think. 
So Fox stopped viewing her as star material and they lent her out to foreign productions until her contract ran out in 1962. Mm -hmm. So she was lent to English studios, then to Italian studios for a series of low budget films. And a lot of them were obscure. And some of them have just been lost. Like they got wiped. Oh, wow. Like they mold Doctor Who episodes. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Or all of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny though, yeah. isn't it? They like it always shows up in someone's shed. They're like, "Hey, look, I've got this old bit of footage." Yeah, there are people yeah. that have made a career out of searching the world for lost Doctor Who stories. Really? Yeah. How many have they found? Uh, how many okay. are still missing? Yeah, even? it's easy to tell you how many are still missing. So until f- seven years ago. There was 107 missing. Yeah. <gasps> that many? That's a, hun- a, a 107 episodes. Yeah. So like a third of the episodes were missing. Uh, oh no 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 no! Like there's, I mean like, the, like so when Doctor Who got cancelled in 1989, there was something yeah. like 750 episodes. I had no idea they made that many. Jesus. So in the mm. 60s, they used to be on for nearly the whole year. I see. And they're so cheap, aren't they? Yeah. And in the yeah. 70s, they were on for half the year, so they made a fuck ton. Right. Mm. Right. It's like rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow has over a thousand episodes. What? Yeah, you seen Jesus. Rainbow? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen like bits of it. Yeah, it's good. It's good in a thousand episodes. I mean, I'm surprised there's, there's seven hundred. Like as you're saying, Chris, I'm like, geez, I didn't even know there was that many. That's to crazy. be fair. I think that's harder to make Doctor Who than Rainbow. Uh, they, lo- they yeah. So there was there was a hundred and seven missing as of two thousand thirteen, wow. and they had found some. They found loads in the eighties, and they found some mm-hmm. in the nineties, and occasionally some show up. None have shown up since two thousand thirteen. Wow. But Two thousand thirteen was particularly noteworthy because yeah. entire serials came back. That was thought impossible at the time because there was a really famous quote by somebody in the know that was like, "There will always be a hundred and seven missing Doctor Who episodes," okay. uh, and then they found another another eleven. So now wow. there's now there's ninety six missing. So oh right. In my head, I was like, "Yeah, there's probably like eight episodes." That yeah, yeah. Never... Some, oh some my god, over a hundred. We're, we're straying a lot from Jay Mansfield. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, 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 it's lot? fine. It's fine. Oh, no, no, it's literally did the devil kill her. No, he didn't. But uh, He might have done. Let's get to the end of the episode before we decide. <laughs> there's, a re- there's a reason why this per- persists as a thing, uh, which we're getting. So her career kind of had declined. And, uh, well, and also to keep herself relevant, that's why she was doing the publicity stunts, so that she would yeah. still be in the newspapers and still mm. be a celebrity, still be famous. Yeah, because so, you'd probably get money to just to do an appearance somewhere. Will you, will you become like you just show up for a mall opening or yeah you know, you've got to plan a wardrobe malfunction you're like oh god I'm, yeah. i used to be a film star and i i've got to look after my fucking kids yeah get a tit know. out <laughs> i'm hoping i'm hoping i get that famous that that happens to me i've got to get my tits out just to make sure i can make ends meet she did promise his promises in 1963 and that was kind of like it was the first nude scene in post silent hollywood right yeah mm-hmm. after that because the film, did, years after, yeah, I know. Because the film did quite well. Mansfield was chosen from a lot of other actresses to replace the recently deceased Marilyn Monroe in *Kiss Me Stupid*, a 64, 1964 romantic comedy that Dean Martin was in. Is there a comma? <laughs> Kiss me, stupid. Yes, it is. There's a comma. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you think? Oh, finally, she's had a, she's had a, 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 a like break. a, uh, yeah, like a quiet period. And then she gets chosen to replace Marilyn Monroe, who's recently died in this in this big Hollywood romantic comedy with Dean Martin. She turned it down. Um, what? Oh. She turned it down because she was pregnant. Oh, oh right. Uh, and get this as well. In 1964, she appeared in a pin-up book called Jane Mansfield for President, The White House or Bust. 
<laughs> she's, that's very clever. So she's a little bit, I mean, not because she didn't have sex with the president. Hold that thought. Oh, oh really? Shit. But So she's sort of a Stormy Daniels type. Because yeah. Stormy Daniels, like when Stormy Daniels did the whole thing, like storms are coming, baby. I love oh, Stormy yeah, yeah. Daniels. She's like, yeah, I totally think, slept with I think she's Trump. hilarious. She was married and divorced three times. She mm. had five children in her life. But also she was involved with a lot of other men including apparently like Marilyn Monroe both Bobby and hey. Jack oh, God. these right. two they probably won the sun shagger of the year oh, <laughs> it's like a combo <laughs> high-fiving high-fiving wait are you Marilyn or are you Jane I don't know <laughs> that's Mamie Van Doren <laughs> 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 so when you say she didn't sleep with the president she might have done she was involved allegedly with JFK I sleep with all these women not because it is easy but because it is hard <laughs> <laughs> didn't um, loads of stories come out from like mistresses of uh, JFK where they were like oh he used to last like 45 seconds in bed there's like oh, really? there's a number what? of women because yeah. we were joking when we did the Marilyn Monroe episode we were joking about oh, I am a grower not a shower oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, please don't please apparently, stop laughing apparently <laughs> he was like he promised them a missile yeah, so, crisis <laughs> and he, all he provided was a missile uh, so she was yeah so she released that book which I think is like a very can I, I, I like Marilyn Monroe I think she was mm. smarter than is let on yes mm. And it was like heavily advertised, this book. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then she did a few other little films. But obviously in 1967, she uh, died. She was 34. Mm. So this is where we're going to get into why the devil is involved, right? Um, No, I'll tell you how she died. And then we'll get into why the devil is involved. So she was in uh, Mississippi. uh, And then she was... Mississippi? What's that? M-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Oh, Mississippi. I thought it was... I thought you said... Mr. Sippy, which was a like a some sort of like chain restaurant in America that Miss just got Sippy. disbanded. Oh, Mr. Sippy! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. They serve, they serve pints and <laughs> sippy cups. <laughs> she was there because she was performing at a, a nightclub. So a cabaret, yeah, uh, yeah. And she'd done two appearances there on June the twenty eighth. Yeah. She was in a car with Sam Brony, Brody, who was her attorney. Uh, yeah. Their driver, who's a 20-year-old guy named Ronnie Harrison, and then three yeah. of her children called Miklos, Zoltan, and Mariska. They left the nightclub after midnight, and they were driving to New Orleans, where she was due to appear on a radio show the next day. Right. And it was about half past two in the morning, so they were driving through the night. The car they were in crashed at high speed into the rear of a tractor trailer that had slowed down behind a truck-spraying mosquito fogger. And it was shrouded in insecticide fog. So visibility was low, they couldn't see it. Right. The three grown-ups in the front seat, they died instantly. The children, who were asleep in the rear seat, they survived with minor injuries. Oh. Wow, that's hard. Oh, that's hard. Imagine yeah. growing up with that. Yeah, so that is how she died. Yeah. Reports started circulating that she was decapitated in the crash. Because the press are uh, parasites, Yes. there was a photograph of the scene that was widely shared. I've and seen it, this photo. Uh, yeah, so it, yeah. it was a... Uh, it was the car, the car, and the top was sheared off. Yeah, pretty much. And there would look like a a head with long blonde hair was embedded in the smashed windshield. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. but Jane Mansfield wore a wig, and it was the wig that was in there 
Oh, yeah, right. it had come off her in the crash, and it had been embedded in the thing. What was her real hair like? Did it look like Masood's hair? Yeah, just a little. Uh, yeah, hair. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she had like, the mutton chops as well. This thing. You've got to tuck it all into the. <laughs> into the wig. Like, let me just move all this up into my wig. So that's that's how she died. She died instantly, and obviously the the body suffered severe head trauma, but mm. she was not decapitated, despite despite okay. the rumours. Anyway, after her death. A writ was ordered that these certain types of vehicles, the, the, the spread and everything, needed an underride guard, which was a strong bar made of steel tubing on every single tractor trailer. Is that and so to the, make sure that people... Yeah, wouldn't... yeah, to, to time like a safety measure to prevent accidents like it happening oh, again. Okay, and right. in America, that steel tubing that now has to be mandatory on tractor trailers is known as the Mansfield bar. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, how amazing. Right. That's how she died. Uh, now, why did the devil kill her? Okay. Yeah. Mm. This is a very prevalent... Conspiracy? Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of. So she converted to Catholicism in 1963. Mm. She attended Catholic services while she was in Europe, because bearing in mind she was lent out to other studios in Europe. And she followed Catholic practices yeah. when she was involved with a Catholic partner. And she dated a few of those. In 1967, okay. she had a performance uh, in Ireland... And it was cancelled because the Catholic clergy condemned the performance. Yeah, because she was probably going to do saucy things. Yeah, maybe. Uh, she was. She wanted to marry a one of her Catholic partners in a Catholic ceremony, yeah. but she was unable to find a priest who would perform it. While she was involved with a guy named Brody, who was her attorney, oh. she also showed interest in Judaism. So it doesn't feel like she had any real actual beliefs. No. It was like, oh, you're a Catholic? Yeah, no, I'll do that. Oh, uh, Judaism? Yeah, no, I'll do Sounds that as great. well. It's a little bit like Madonna. Do you remember when she was like, wore, she was like wearing red thread round her hand and saying she was, oh, what was that religion? Was it The celebrities were all into it briefly. Kabbalah, that's it. Kabbalah Judaism, yeah. Bearing that in mind, her being like a, what's the word? Going from religion to religion. With, like, it, it seems odd to me that she'd be like, oh, Catholicism, yeah, I want to convert. Judaism, yeah, I want to yeah. convert. It feels like if you feel that strongly about something to so want to convert, it's that or nothing. Well, yeah, exactly. You're not going to just jump around, yeah. To repeat that with different religions feels very, like, a, a flibbity-gibbet. Yeah. A flibbity-gibbet. Mm. You heard it here first, folks. A flibbity-gibbet. I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you not heard that before? I have, but I quite enjoyed okay. hearing Chris say it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
uh, do you think this is probably the start of this devil thing? Her jumping around to different... Uh, yes, it is. Yeah? It is. It is, but not in the way that you think. Because okay. uh, So bearing in mind... Because yeah, the devil that... don't like it when you keep jumping around religions. That's what the devil's about. He gets angry. Uh, that was her kind of relationship with religion. Oh, I'll convert to that. Oh, I'm dating somebody else now. I'll, I'll convert that, yeah. to that. Uh, yeah. In 1966, for the San Francisco Film Festival, Sam Brody, who was her attorney that she was involved yeah. with romantically, and Jay Mansfield, they visited the Church of Satan. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, uh-huh. I mean, what happened there? Okay, so they went to meet Anton LaVey, who was the Church of Satan's founder. Yeah, He was a Satanist, and in the meeting, he awarded Jay Mansfield a medallion and the title High Priestess of San Francisco's Church of Saints. They'll, by the way, they'll literally give that to anyone. Uh, the yeah. Church of Satan is like, and you know this as well as Sa- I do. Satanism, yeah, Satanism is kind of a bit of a gag. Isn't yeah, it? of course it's it a is. Huge goof. It's about being silly. Yeah. And Jane Mansfield, very, very famous. Her film career might not have been taken off, but she was still a celebrity. She mm. was still very well known. She was still very famous. The She's press like would come out. Price. And because she went there, the media were enthusiastically following her. They covered the meeting and everything surrounding it. And they started calling Jay Mansfield a Satanist yeah. and suggested that she was romantically involved with Anton LaVey, who was the founder of Satanism. Ah, Anton LaVey. Of, of which LeVay. all of these guys are, if you don't already know, are very much just like, let's start a religion to get that sweet, sweet poo. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's like um, wholesome Scientology, yeah. even though their whole thing is like, we're Satanists. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. It's like it's it's such a fun thing because I think yeah, like because you just hear the name. That's the first thing people do. They hear Satan and then they don't go any further. They don't go any further. Than that. So that's where this idea of Jay Mansfield and the church. Now there was a documentary that came out. Quite recently, made by Todd Hughes, mm. and the documentary is called Mansfield 66 slash 67. Okay. And the film sort of looks at her the last two years of her life, and then it looks at this idea about the Church of Satan because she was romantically linked with Anton yeah. LaVey. And that meeting that she went to in 1966 in San Francisco was very publicized. And when, bearing in mind, she died the year afterwards in 1967, yeah. it kind of became like the last big footnote in the life of Jane Mansfield. Right. So it perpetuates and everyone keeps talking about how she... Was a Satanist who joined the Church of Satan. Yeah. And in 1992, Anton LaVey's daughter, Carla LaVey, was interviewed by Joan Rivers and said that, yeah, Mansfield was a practicing Satanist yeah. and that she'd been romantically involved with Anton LaVey. So it wasn't just... that. It then didn't become rumour, it had been confirmed. Now, let's... Let's be honest, yeah. it was confirmed by the daughter of the guy that had founded the church. Yeah. Yeah. So she's probably a grifter and all. Yeah. So we can't take that as gospel. Yeah. Of course we can't. They're saying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would be real bad if you did. It. Th- that. That's why it stopped being a rumor, and there was some credence led to it because there was somebody there, ostensibly, in air quotes, in the know, yeah. that said that she was a practicing Satanist. Here's the thing. Let's look at the fact that she died in this car crash, and that could have that just happened. Yeah, it just happens. The devil did not cause the car no. crash. No, because the devil isn't real, don't you Of course. Say. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that, to be honest, Suze, you're right. That's the first thing I should have said. <laughs> be careful who you say that to, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Masood's mum's here. If the devil were real and the Satanists had got it right, yeah. 
why would the devil kill his followers and disciples? It makes no sense, absolutely. Yeah. Even be like, yeah, all right, I can believe the devil's real. Yeah, all right, I can believe that Jane Mansfield was a practicing Satanist. Why would he yeah, kill her? What? So, no. Mm. Even even looking at that, I don't think the devil killed Jane Mansfield. No. It's... See, this is it, though. And but you're going to get all this wishy-washy stuff around that, which is what everyone says whenever you question anything like that. You go like, yeah, but why would your deity do this like well they what's it they work in mysterious ways like is it really that mysterious to kill the people who love you i think that's 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 what a serial killer does (laughs) that's not very mysterious yeah um yeah who else is the devil supposedly killed any other stories about the devil killing people it's a very good point i don't know actually did the devil kill that kid in don't look now at the beginning (laughs) of the film you know don't look now kid kid dies did the devil do it? Definitely killed David Warner in Omen. You know, when it just like cuts his head off with that sheet of glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Patrick oh. Troughton is in the Omen oh, as well. Yeah. So Satan, so Satan's been brought in because of... So Satan's been brought in. He sat down. Yeah. Is that, they're, they're, they're interrogating him at the, at the police station. They're like, listen, mate, did well, you do it? Yeah, yeah. And the devil was like, no, I didn't. He's Ned Flanders. <laughs> no. <laughs> Better than I devil didn't you do now. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> If the press had been spent all that time vilifying her as well as sort of like using it to sell papers yeah. in that really hypocritical way that the gutter press do, mm. the fact that she was then involved in Satanism is a gift. Oh, yeah, they're just like, let's just fucking roll with this, guys. Especially when like the 60s were still like the social and sexual revolution was happening. But there were still yeah. enough people to have like a kind of like, oh, well, this is yes. blah, blah, blah. like Peter Hitchens today. Yeah. <laughs> people back then that was like, blah, 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 this is not indecent. And her personal life was there for all to see yeah. and mm. was very complicated. But the thing about Jane Mansfield is, is that like Marilyn Monroe, I think she was a very shrewd businesswoman. Yeah. yeah. And she was using them more than they were using her. It's, I love that. And they all thought like, she doesn't know. Silly yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's med- I love that. When they're, they're, she's just like, these fucking morons think that I'm this. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. it's kind of borne out a little bit by her performances. Because again, like Marilyn Monroe, who was a very intelligent actor. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly so. Mansfield was the same. She had like perfect comic timing. Yeah. She could also, when she was allowed, do dramatic roles. She just had, like, she could act, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's just that she had, like, I think she was at a certain point in the zeitgeist where she had very few qualms about her body and showing yeah. it. Mm. Like you said, it was well-timed at that time. So that's what she was like, oh, cool, well, this is sort of happening. And I think, yeah, it was more to do with the stigma. Like, there were still people that would be resistant to it. But in a way, she was almost on the vanguard of... Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, I know that Playboy existed and she was one of the early Playmates. That's cool. not what I mean. I just said cool. Cool. <laughs> she had yeah. she had one of the first nude scene post-Silent yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. That's, that's a huge quite a deal. big deal. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it, this? Because we're going back over 60 years and yeah of course people were like I'm confused by this woman who's yeah. very it was 63 nude. actually so it wasn't even 60 years when she did the nude scene oh 63 was when she okay mm. so yeah but but like you look at today right people couldn't deal with and it's slightly different because she is uh, so Lena Dunham was always getting nude in Girls which was her series yeah. And Lena Dunham doesn't have a conventional Hollywood body, right? She's um, kind of Rubenesque, and I don't mean Rubenesque as like I'm just trying to find a nice way to say fat because yeah. she's she's not fat. She's just like a yeah. regular body that you'd see anywhere. And I think a lot of people hate her getting nude because they're like she should be apologising that her body's not this 
idea of right, the Hollywood right, yeah, ideal. Yeah. Um, and I think the reaction to Jane Manfield's would probably be the same. People just going, there's something weird about her. Why is she so comfortable? comfortable? It's this, like, yeah. well, maybe she doesn't care about being nude. Yeah. Maybe she thinks it's fine. Conversations would have been had about that. It would have been mm. like, this is a mainstream film. Can we do yeah. this? Yeah. And like, there would have been this, and it wouldn't be about titillation either. It would have been mm-hmm. about, about where the boundary lies and about crossing it and whether it's worth doing because yeah. this yes. is not is it's it going to be notorious yeah. in a good way or bad it way it wasn't porn it was like no. this was a mainstream yeah. this was like a, 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 a legit film so they would have been talking about it these conversations would have been had and she would have been part of them there's no way that this would have been like yeah I'm just going to get me tits out this yeah, was exactly. a discussion about art yeah it could it couldn't have been anything else in that respect yeah she was uh, she was on the she was on the vanguard and mm kind of a certain place in in history i mean in several ways but that would like even if she was still alive now she would have been the first person to do a nude scene post silent hollywood and it's it's i think i said it before as well in the marilyn monroe thing it always strikes me as so odd that the majority of the mindset of people is like oh she's this Mm. dumb blonde bimbo and it's like how could you even remotely think that when you're just mm. looking at even at something like the like like you're saying in the film that she was in, it's like, hang on a second. Yeah, they absolutely would have had her in the room and gone, right, this is what yeah. we're gonna do, guys. We're gonna get we're gonna do and she and yeah. she would have gone, right, well, mm. there's probably a way we could do this so that it, 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 it you know makes sense for the film or whatever and it it drives me kind of a bit crazy because you sort of think to yourself, like, how could you as a as sort of someone of the general public just completely paint her as this person of like, ah, oh, she's just some fucking yeah. idiot. And it's like, no, the, the, they're playing you. How can you be so stupid? Um, I think also like the the thing of her uh, when you talk about the rag, the sort of the rag newspapers, the gutter press and stuff. It sort of reminded me of. I, I just finished watching Des, which was amazing, by the way. The thing about Dennis Nielsen. Oh, it's good. It's really isn't good. It? And I haven't watched it's it. Very, yet. I very watched good. It. But they talk about, and I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but um, obviously, spoilers. He murdered people. Mm. Um, but like, <laughs> oh no, it's not the, true. The son was. I was looking at to see if his house was still on sale. His, if his house was still available, and someone bought it apparently. But the son mm-hmm. had a thing where it's like, it's like the house where he murdered and had sex with a corpse. Is like I don't think it was actually ever confirmed that he did that. Well, he he says he never had yeah. sex with the corpses. His thing was like being held having a by relationship a dead with body. them. Yes, yeah. he used to he used to powder them and scent them so that because they were rotting yeah. and I'm sure they still smelt terrible. But he would make them smell as good as possible. He put makeup on yeah. them. He dress them up, put them in a chair in his lounge and he liked turning to them and making funny comments about what was on the telly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he basically lived the life I live with my mum. <laughs> I, I have to powder <laughs> her and spray her with... And she wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she... And we can only ever hear her on the camera. We, we never, never see her. her because uh, Suze Suze's, Suze's throwing her voice. My, my point is that they just sort of get it wrong all the time. Yeah. And be, because any, any objections to this would have been on in on on on, under the pretense of decency Mm -hmm. and then it would have been pious and then it would have had religious undertones the fact Mm. that she then had a meeting with the church of satan played into their hands and it was like well look at her she's been she's been behaving like this her entire career and obviously she's involved with the church of satan Mm. it's so much easier to connect the dots of all of this and make it appear like it's a pattern than it is to actually yeah and her Mm -hmm. her personal life was colourful I suppose married three times had five children that's not that's just a life but it was lived in front of cameras at a time where for some reason 
social norms had to be strictly adhered yeah. to. So, for example, she was dating her married attorney, Sam Brody, and she was fighting for custody of her fifth child with her third husband. That just sounds like a lot of numbers to me. Yeah. But <laughs> back then, that would have been yeah. scandalous, I suppose. And, and seen as like, oh, yeah, this woman is out of control. Yeah. and She's got five yeah. kids, can't even keep hold of her. She's with a married, yeah, yeah. She's dating a married man, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Apparently, she'd met with LeVay and have been apparently romantically involved with him. That's all hearsay, because bearing in mind, she was involved with Sam Brody yeah. at the time. And apparently they locked horns, um, Brody. It's a Satan thing. They put these little horns on and they... Uh, <laughs> they, were fighting, they were fighting over Jay Mansfield. So LeVay hexed Brody right. and told Jay Mansfield, I've hexed him so he's going to die in a car crash and then she was in the car with Sam Brody and they all died in a car crash. Sure, sure. Well, that's definitely a thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So then they were like, oh, well, obviously... It's like, you know that... Alec, Alec Guinness story where he and I, I I said to James Dean I said don't you get in that car otherwise you will die oh, yeah. yeah for fuck's sake and it's like I don't believe Alec Guinness said no. that and also like my ex-boyfriend had a, got a motorbike he went for a motorbike period yeah. and I was like you're going to die on that fucking motorbike well he didn't he didn't yeah so he came off it once and had an horrible accident yeah. and I went woo <laughs> 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 Yeah, I went over and I saw what happened. I saw him lying on the ground, and just before I called the ambulance, I got a slide whistle and I went, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did have an accident on a motorbike, and I was like, What did I say? What? And then he bought a Fiat Panda. (laughs) That's a hell of a jump from like a fucking motorbike to a Fiat Panda. I mean, it's very, very weak source, this idea that the devil killed her. It's funny. In the spirit of our Hollywood series, we cannot gloss no, over it, I don't not, think. Yeah. And in full disclosure, this was suggested on one of our live streams. Do you remember when we yes. threw it out to the floor? We oh, were like, are there any it? Hollywood mysteries we should actually do? And I'm, fo- I'm so sorry, whoever it was. I can't remember who suggested this particular one. But um, someone said, have you thought about doing J. Mansfield in the Church see. of Satan? As I think, yeah, it's just a series, like you've said, it's a series of coincidences that just like, well... That's what happened. Unfortunately, it's very unfortunate she died. And the coincidences are like kind of like fucking drawn up by the horrible press. I think it's like it's more to do with the fact that it's a car accident is a car accident. So that's just like a freak event. Yeah. Um, But this all ties in with how, again, back in this particular time, even at the time of the sexual revolution, this was 1967, the swinging 60s, even at this point a woman couldn't really live her life in front of cameras yeah. without then a an accusation of the fact that uh, she got what she deserved. Yeah, it's weird, Which is isn't it? absolutely an appalling attitude. Of course, it's horrible. But it prevails. It's like, okay, so these, these three children that lost their mother, what did they do to deserve that? The two men that were in the car, what did they do to yeah. deserve it? Mm-hmm. It's like, she wasn't even driving. No. Do you want to blame the driver or, no, no, let's not blame the driver. Let's blame a woman for living her life and saying that the devil killed her. It's a a horrible car accident. They happen. Well, it it, it buys into this really strange narrative that most Hollywood films have of Mm. this thing of being the sort of virginal woman and that nothing bad will happen to you unless you give yourself over to... 
you know, your the desire, same. the sin of sex and desire. And that mm. narrative has somehow eked out into the public sphere of thinking of like, as you were mm-hmm. saying about like, oh, well, she deserved it because she had three husbands and five kids and she wasn't mm. living this very, very kind of virtuous life of this kind of quite mm-hmm. perfect woman. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of generalizing here, but I have a, it does feel very true of that time. They, it's sort of life imitating art and then they kind of feed yeah. each other. They're, they kind of... I'm not sure. I'm not sure that they were used to it. Is yeah. the thing back then? I mean, like it was even. I mean, it still persists to this oh, day yeah. that, yeah. like, you know, there are people that think women have their place, Oof. and back then it would have been even more prevalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if she's if she's out like, doing her own thing, I mean, fiercely independent and succeeding at it, that's going to upset a lot of people. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. like any uh, TV show I see set in like the 19th, 18th or 19th century when a modern show where they, a woman will come in and suggest something. And I just love the idea of a character going, a woman? <laughs> like here in our clubhouse? What's she doing? Shouldn't she be serving the brandy? And you're like, fuck <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Highly irregular. Yeah. It's like, it's like the grown-up version of, you know, the little rascals, the boys yeah. in the oh, treehouse. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Like, that persists into business and boardrooms. It's and absolutely It really does. Mad. Yeah, this, the, and it, it definitely prevails today. I mean, I, like I was just talking about with Lena Dunham, like this idea that, apologise. Apologise for being comfortable with who you yes. are. How dare you? Yeah, you it's should, ridiculous. You should it's... feel bad. You should feel bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, Demi Moore in... Uh, indecent proposal uses a body double not even really for nude scenes but just for a sex scene where she'd be in underwear so there's a body double used and it's just a really strange thing it's kind of like oh why do you you can't be ashamed of being seen sort of disrobed on sit on screen because you it's not like oh i need a body double because my body's not the same as it should be Mm -hmm. you know the body double looked the same as her so it's this idea that yeah no she did that because she it's right and proper that she's not seen nude on screen she's she's... probably under pressure from society man yeah well well, that's it exactly (laughs) just take all your clothes off on screen everyone (laughs) everybody everyone do it i mean i should i should say at this point no if you don't want to appear naked on screen you're totally allowed i got an advert about six, seven years ago, and I had to be kissing a guy who then sees a much hotter woman, and his face had to slime across my face and get lipstick all over his face because uh, he was staring at the other right. woman, and then I had to be furious. Now, if I was featured in the advert, I'd get the full fee, which was like thousands of pounds, but if I wasn't featured, it was just the day rate, which is 250 oh, quid. Yeah. And in the end, wasn't featured, I'm just in the background, but I still had to spend ages kissing this guy who clearly hated me from the off all day and we had to sit together all day um and i just had to have loads of lipstick on which had to have to be reapplied and they were like yeah we'll, we'll get to your bit we'll get to your bit and he kept and all day i was just trying to be nice to this guy and he just kept talking about his girlfriend as if to say back off bitch i was like i'm not fucking interested yeah. mate you look like a rubbish tim roth anyway oh no um, finally they got to us and i had to just spend like half an hour making out with this guy while he then moved his head across my face yeah. to stare at a model who would walk past this lovely model who was at the time breastfeeding her three-month-old oh, baby wow. and she you could just see she was knackered and sick of everything yeah. and just had to walk past nude 
that was the thing. She was walking down the street naked. Right. Uh, would you like to know what my role was called? Oh, no. P.S. I got cast just from my photo. I didn't have to do an audition. Oh. I'll disagree with it, but I want to know. The role that was listed as ugly, annoying girl. <laughs> It's, this is exactly what we're talking about. This industry, this, this industry is, exactly is terrible. I told uh, my friend Stephen, Stephen Waller, uh, I went, I've been cast just from my photos, ugly, annoying girl. And he went, how did they know you were annoying just from a photo? <laughs> So that that's is basically it. that. Yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's Joe Mansfield. Was Joe Mansfield killed by the devil? I don't think she was, but I don't know. I feel like if we didn't do it, we'd have no, had a gaping hole in our Hollywood series. It's a it's a cool story of a cool woman. Yeah. Uh, oh, she is a cool woman as well. I think people should check her out. She gets a little bit. Th- she's not as well known Marilyn as Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, obviously, mm. but like she did, she did good yeah. work. Jane Mansfield, mm. so you should uh, check out her films. Absolutely. Oh, cheers um, for that, Chris. Uh, that, was, that was grand. Yeah. That's all right. Is there anything in the archive, Suze? Oh, yeah, there is. Uh, okay, I've got I've got a song here. I haven't heard it yet, um, but it's by uh, an act who were quite popular at the time, and it is all about the uh, death of Jane Mansfield. Now, <laughs> obviously, yeah, obviously, Jane Mansfield was not killed by the devil. <laughs> okay, no. we know this. Here is a song about her death by Almonds and Champagne. Okay, ladies, this is vocal take one. One, one two, two, one, two, three, four. Ah, the devil killed Jane Mansfield. The devil killed Jane Mansfield. The devil killed Jane Mansfield. We know that it's true. One minute she's a Catholic, next day she's a Jew. The devil didn't like it, so he killed her stone dead. P.S. The devil cut off her damn head. Oh, the devil killed Jane Mansfield. The devil... What? 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 The devil. Oh. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh, God. Oh, fuck. Fuck, it's oh, the fuck. devil. No. It's, it's, oh, it's the it's devil. The devil. Oh, yeah, no, Satan. It, it, it's just a coat. It, it's a coat hung up on the door. It's It's your coat. Ladies? Ladies, God damn it! I hate this job. Well, hey, wow. That was uh, Arms and Champagne. <laughs> Seen about the death of Joe Mansfield. Uh, they are idiots. We know this, and um, I, I, I wish, I wish they'd shut the fuck up. It's strange that they haven't been. Uh, they never got erased. Uh, they all their records. No, are... they're they're still around. They're still going. Um, we we're, we're actually yet to meet Arms and Champagne's uh, disco era, obviously, but that will come. <laughs> Yeah, you can find us at all the amazing usual places. We're on Instagram and Twitter under Mystery on the Rocks, spell R O X. Um, you can email us at mystery uh, mystery on the rocks at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitch, uh, Mystery on the Rocks, where we will be yeah. doing this week a we'll recorded episode live with you guys. What? Yeah. Yes. So uh, if you're listening to the episode as it goes out, uh, which will be on Thursday, yes. the 1st of October, yes, I believe. That's Thursday. That's right. Our live stream tonight, we're going to be recording next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, why not? We thought we'd do something different. Absolutely. So we'll be doing that tonight. Yeah. That's right. Um, and you can find us also individually on Twitch. We're Suze. Hello. Twitch.tv slash 
Suze Kempner, all one word. S O O Z K E M P N E R. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in Don't there. I love you. that people would write Suze Kempner then. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> It'd be the sort of name I'd choose for myself. Fuck you. I am I am twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes and on, on this Sunday I'm going to be making a new flavour of tea. Oh, oh. That one. and I am twitch.tv slash Vasudmaios all one word. Uh, you can find me every Monday, Tuesday and Friday. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. Uh, bye. Blah, See you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.